0: This is the podcast of Christian Life Center on Assemblies of God Church in Springfield, Massachusetts. For more information, visit our website at clc413.com. If I could have your attention for just a few minutes, I want to share with you something that I believe is from God's heart to you this morning. The meal that we've eaten today was prepared with love for you. And God cares about every aspect of your life. He cares about what you eat because he says that in his word. In fact, Jesus specifically said, he said, do not worry about what you're going to eat. Because the birds, they do not work, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. This is very important for us to catch, because so many of us work so very hard. And why do we work? To provide. One of the main things that we provide is food on a regular basis. We eat. And yet God tells us that he provides everything that we need. So one of the key things that you and I can know is that God cares about us. And he says also that when we put him first, that he will provide just as he does for the birds of the air. He will meet every need. I want to share a few thoughts from you, with you from Psalm chapter 40. And it begins by saying, I waited patiently for the Lord to help me. And he turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked along. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Now, I believe that every single one of us have gone through challenges At one time or another, we face situations that may seem overwhelming, and when we're going through that situation, there is the temptation for us to think that we're the only ones who have endured such great challenge and problem. But I want to tell you today that though you may at times walk through the valley of the shadow of death, maybe you go through very difficult times in your life. God knows exactly what you're feeling. Because when God the Father sent his son Jesus to this earth, he came as the son of God, but also as 100% human. That means that the pain that you and I feel, he felt. The emotional distress that we feel, he felt. The temptations that you and I go through, He went through. In fact, the Bible says that in every single area of life, Jesus was tested so that we can know that he relates to us. Sometimes it may come across your mind to think, well, he was God, so how could that really affect him? The Bible tells us that God became human so that he could relate to every single one of us and so that we could know That he feels our pain. And I want you to know today that God not only is a God who is with you when things are going well, but he also walks with you when things are not so well. The psalmist David said, He lifted me up out of the pit of despair and out of the mud and the mire. If you would think back for a moment in your life of some of the times where you have felt literally like you have been. In a situation that has been overwhelming, you may not have seen him, but God was there. There may have been times where you have felt lonely, and maybe even your friends have deserted you, maybe at times even in your own uh, family relationships, maybe some of you have gone through very difficult uh, husband and wife situations, yet in the middle of that, God was present. You see, God is not present based upon how we feel. But God is present based upon the fact that he created all things. And the Bible tells us that he is closer than our hands and our feet. And I don't know about you, but mine are pretty close to me. God is that close to you. He cares about you. He loves you. The Bible tells us that every single gift that we have has come down from our Heavenly Father. Oh, we may have worked hard for it. We have made, maybe we paid for money that we earned, but even the money that we have earned was a gift from the Lord because there are many people, no matter how hard they try, they could not earn what maybe you have earned to be able to get what you've got. Even the ability to work is a gift from God. And as we count our blessings, we recognize that God has given us so many wonderful things. It continues on in verse 3 to say, as David says, many will see what God has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord. Oh, the joys of those who trust in the Lord who have no confidence in the proud or in those who worship idols. O Lord, my God, you have performed many wonders for us. Your plans for us are too numerous to list. You have no equal. If I tried to recite all your wonderful deeds, I would never come to the end of them. The truth is, Is that we all have so much to be thankful for but we have a very much a tendency to forget what the lord has done especially when we're going through pain but god cares about every single one of us and he has been so good to us the psalmist david said that he would proclaim the wonderful things That God has done. And then he goes on to say, You take no delight in sacrifices or offerings. Now that you have made me listen, I finally understand. You don't require burnt offerings or sin offerings. And then I said, Look, I have come. As it is written about me in the scriptures, I take joy in doing your will, my God. For your instructions are written on my heart. It's important for us to recognize that in our relationship with God, God desires for us to delight, to enjoy serving him. Now, unfortunately, the enemy of our souls tries to at times provide for us a false sense of what it means to really have a relationship with God. And at times, uh, we are presented with optional things that are simply religious activities that the enemy would try to say, if you simply do these things and you get them perfectly right, then God is going to be happy with you. But if we're honest with ourselves, we often fail, don't we? In fact, we try so hard. I, as your pastor, try very hard, but there have been times when I, though I have tried, I may not have done it the way I should have, and I've had to come back to God and say, God, forgive me. I need another opportunity, and God in his grace has forgiven me. I want to share with you today that you're the expectations that God has for you is an expectation of a relationship and not simply religious activity. In fact, us gathering together on a Sunday morning or any other time to worship God is a great thing. But simply being in a church building does not automatically mean that we have a relationship with God. Perhaps many of you have experienced that in challenging situations You know, some have said you can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family. And for some, in difficult situations, times around the table at Thanksgiving or Christmas or Easter can be very difficult times. For some, it can be very much delightful and joy, and for others, it can bring a lot of pain. But in the middle of those moments, God wants us to understand and see That even though we may be in the same place to worship him, God's not so interested in the outward activity. He's interested in the heart. It's the same thing, no doubt, for you. When you gather together around your Thanksgiving table, oh, it's great that someone's present. But if they're at odds with you, and if they are causing trouble, then even though they're present, that doesn't mean their heart is engaged with you. God sees beyond the exterior. The psalmist David said, ah, now I get it, O oh God. You're not really just looking for sacrifices and offerings. You are looking for those who will serve you with their heart. You see, religious activity has never made anyone right with God. Oh, it's good to go to church. It's good to read the Bible. And it's good to pray. But you can do all those things without a relationship with God. And that's very important for you to understand the difference. That God is engaged with you on a heart level. And when we come to God with our heart, then he can start to do a work on the inside. All of you look great this morning. Dressed good, smell good, hopefully you're well fed. But this morning, God sees beyond the exterior. He knows those of you in this room whose heart is broken, though on the outside you may look great. But God's not satisfied with leaving you in that state because God is a healing God. He heals bodies, but he also heals spirits. And God wants you to know that he loves you, not just to provide food for you, a place to stay, But he cares about your spirit and he cares about your brokenness god cares about you having a relationship with him david said these words i take joy in doing your will my god for your instructions are written on my heart i'm going to ask if you would close yourself in with god right there where you're sitting at your table. And if you would just for a moment ponder on this question. In all of the, and I'm going to use this word generally, in all of the religious things that you do or have done, do you find that doing what pleases God brings joy? Or does it just feel sometimes like another chore that you've got to take care of. If in fact it feels like something that you simply have to take care of, I'm here to share some good news with you. God desires for that to change. He wants it to be such that when you come into his presence that there's an excitement, that you understand how much he loves you, and he cares for you. It's hard to be thankful when we feel like the world and everyone is against us, or maybe that we've gotten the short end of the stick in life. But I'm here to tell you that the fact that you're alive is a gift from God. And there are many people that are going through great challenges. But see, there's no need for you to compare because that won't take care of your challenges. But what you can do is rest in the reality that God does indeed love you. And if you're willing to believe that God cares for you, this is what God asks of you. He says, if you're willing to communicate with me on a heart level, we're going to engage in a whole new relationship. Going to church is not going to be just going in a door and leaving. And somehow, checking off the list, I went to church on Sunday. God wants you to so look forward to being with him that you can't wait to set aside time between you and him to say, God, here I am again. I love to spend time in your presence. As the psalmist said, it is my delight to do your will of oh God then when you know that God is on your side then you can truly be thankful I've been through difficult times and no doubt you have too. but I can say this for sure God has seen me through and he has been faithful to me he has been good to me and to be honest with you he's treated me better than I deserve because I and every single one of us in this room have fallen short of God's expectations. We have all sinned whether we're willing to admit it or not and we need forgiveness. And God extends that forgiveness to every one of us today. If you're in this room and you desire to have a relationship with God that is not simply based on ritual, It's not simply based on religious activity, but one that says, God, I want to live my life in a way that brings joy to you and in a way that allows you to bring joy to me every single day. That you'll wake up in the morning, whether you go to work, whatever you do, that you will have purpose for your life and recognize that life does not simply involve working and spending money and then sleeping at night and waking up again to do the same thing over and over. But you have a purpose, and God has a plan for your life. If you're here today and you desire to open your heart to God and say, God, I surrender all that I am to you. I recognize that I need forgiveness, and I accept what you have done for me. And I thank you for all the good things that you have done. And maybe you're going through a struggle right now. You can pour out your heart to God. He will hear it, and he will respond to you.